0: weekly-ish geek out. (laughs) I am James Moss.
1: And I am Ryan Taylor. Yeah. I I thought you were gonna grab that one. Uh, We're back for our third horror episode Uh, today. We're gonna talk about, uh, let me see, we're gonna talk about horror comedies. We're going to be talking about uh, movies we think should maybe get horror remakes or sequels. And, of course, yeah, as, yeah. of course, as always, we have a top five list. James, what is the list today?
0: We are going to be talking about our top five horror movies of the new millennium. So, movies that have come out since the year 2000.
1: Yes. and
0: Movies that do not put the poopy in spoopy.
1: <laughs> uh, if I'm not wrong here, I, I'm pretty sure this idea spawned from uh, a conversation we had in the last episode talking about modern horror films, right? Yes. Yes, okay. I, 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 I forget which conversations we had during the episode and which ones we had separately. I, it, get mi- it gets mixed up in my head.
0: <laughs> I have so much trouble keeping everything straight.
1: Oh my god. We, we've got a good...
0: Between text messages... Things we discuss on the air, Facebook Messenger, yeah, um, tagging each other and things on Facebook. I can't remember what came from where. All I know is we talk about it.
1: Yep. Um, and speaking of which, I got a few things we should probably talk about before we get into the actual content of today's episode. Uh, Of course, we are recording this on October 15th, a Sunday, which means that two days ago we had Friday the 13th in October.
0: For the first time in 666 years.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I didn't fact check, but I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, How'd you celebrate, man? Uh,
0: I celebrated. By shaving nine hours off my completion time in Metroid Samus return <laughs> while watching um, movies like Freddy vs. Jason.
1: Good stuff. Good, good Lying
0: on my couch eating chili.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch a whole lot on Friday, but I did watch uh, Trick or Treat, It's a 2008 sort of horror comedy. I don't know if you ever saw that one.
0: I've seen a lot of clips, but I've never actually seen it.
1: It's pretty short, and it was way better than I expected. A lot of fucking fun.
0: I know a lot of people who love it. I just don't know why I haven't watched it yet.
1: I know it took me a little while to get around to it, but um, I, I did get around to watching more fitting movies last night, uh, we said on a previous episode, we talked about uh, Jason Voorhees and how I'm a little inexperienced with the Friday the 13th movies. So, me and Charlotte sat down last night and we watched uh, Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives and Ooh. and Jason X. Um, I realized what was keeping us from watching Friday the 13th is we... We're in the mind frame that we had to kind of watch them all back to back Like in order no. And I realized like it doesn't matter I looked up the plot differences I mean between um, Spoiler alert Pamela being the villain in the first one um, Tommy Jarvis crossing over Between like the fourth and the fifth and the sixth And maybe the seventh I don't know uh, And Jason ending up in space There's not really a lot of plot that matters is there
0: no, not no. really.
1: So, I gotta say, part, part six changed my mind on Friday the 13th quite a bit. I think that's the best one I've seen.
0: Um, seven has some differences. Yeah. Then after that is Jason uh, Takes Manhattan, yes. which is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it was largely shot off the coast of New, er, I don't know off the coast, but I believe, and I could be wrong on this, that it was largely shot in the New Brunswick area. Really? I oh. believe so.
1: That's cool. Okay. Uh,
0: I could be wrong about that. And then after that is Jason Goes to Hell, which mm. is, again, different. Like, Jason Goes to Hell is probably the most different from every other movie in the franchise.
1: Even Jason X?
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably.
1: Okay. Um, I haven't seen Part 4 yet. I've heard good things about that.
0: Part 4 is good. Yeah. If I had to pick one to watch today, it would probably either be Manhattan or Jason Goes to Hell.
1: Really? Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. The one I've seen the most
1: is Part 7. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm in the mood for it now, so I think we're going to watch a bunch more. Yeah. Uh, See, so yeah, Part 6, I thought, was uh, one of the most enjoyable Friday th- 13th movies I've ever seen. I'd say the most. And Jason X was, was something else altogether.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason X was
1: just... Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know what to say about it.
1: What do you think of Uber, Jason? <laughs>
0: um, I don't really know.
1: I I, I did, mean, I, we laughed.
0: I, I saw Jason X in theaters. Okay. When it first came out.
1: Yeah.
0: And. I remember I got really excited for Uber Jason because, like, when he got rebuilt by the Nanites or whatever it was that future tech yeah. had to put him back together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got really excited because I was like, yes, now let's see some mayhem. And, yeah, like, if you don't look into like, if you don't look too into how stupid it is, and you're just just watching just for cheesy violence, yeah, and people getting hacked up, it's a good movie.
1: That was fun, but... Um,
0: it's fun, but it's stupid as hell.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was a little distracted uh, from Uber Jason because of all the wonderful science behind a hole being ripped in the spaceship and everyone not dying instantly yeah <laughs> oh man that was something um, it was I mean I had fun we had, we had a good time watching it I, I we really laughed out loud when we saw the credits and saw that he was called uber jason
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> you didn't really need kind to put cheesy. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh,
0: still not as funny as the guy who played Michael Myers in the original Halloween 2's name being Dick Warlock, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%.
0: I want to meet that motherfucker if he's still alive and just tell him, like, <laughs> sir, you have the greatest name I've ever heard. I don't care that you're 80. Please do porn.
1: Um... <laughs> uh, Speaking of Friday the 13th, uh, Fox, this past Friday, dropped the first trailer for The New Mutants. What? you get a chance to watch that? I did. And what do you think?
0: I had to look up the cast of it just to see which mutants they were. Oh, yeah. Because I had no idea. Um I recognize some of the characters from X Force comics yeah, that I had yeah. growing up. Like Cannonball and Sunspot and people like that. Which is interesting because like I have comics home where these guys are you know, like they're fighting Sauron and you know, like the dinosaur man and they're there with cable and they're in the same universe as Deadpool and stuff like that and I thought that was really cool but if I didn't know any better I would not know that this was anything to do with superheroes
1: yep I I agree
0: also um oh what's his name from Stranger Things being in it
1: yes Uh, I forget that guy's name I think it's Jonathan something
0: yeah either way that's pretty cool
1: yeah um
0: but it it looks creepy as shit
1: yeah it does
0: so superheroes that I'm familiar with plus like creepy as shit spookiness I'm in
1: I'm of the mind that Fox is at their best when they make superhero movies that aren't really superhero movies Straight from the past, yeah. Yeah, they made a gritty, violent, uh, pretty much a western, and made the best best Wolverine movie to date. Uh, honestly, I think my favorite of the of the full on Team X Men movies was Days of Future Past, which was more of a time travel movie than anything. Uh, yeah, and I mean, Deadpool was. <laughs> Uh, and was more R-rated than anything, and not, than any particular genre. It's just as much violence and blood and vulgarness as they could possibly fit into a movie, which works super well. It does. Those were I, honestly, I think those three were my favorites. So if they're looking to make a straight up scariest shit horror movie and make it an X Men movie, I'm I'm up for it. Hell yeah. I don't know. I thought it looked fucking great. I saw some, I don't know. I saw a lot of criticism online, but fuck it. If you don't like it, don't watch it.
0: Speaking of criticism. Yeah. Speaking of criticism and the Marvel or the Fox movie universe and everything like that. Mm hmm. Going off on a little tangent here.
1: Yep.
0: I was scrolling through Instagram the other day. Really, really well done portrait tattoo Of Josh Brolin as Cable From Deadpool 2 Wow And I was like Like Really impressed And I was like Man, that is an amazing tattoo Like That artist is incredibly talented Blah, blah, blah But then it dawned on me like Why the fuck would you get A tattoo of a character From a movie that hasn't even been Fucking released yet <laughs>
1: i don't know man people are crazy that movie
0: could be like i mean that movie could be complete dog shit
1: oh yeah it could be
0: it could be complete dog shit cable could be your least favorite like after you see the movie cable might be your least favorite character in any movie ever
1: here's here's something uh It's unlikely, but it is entirely possible. We haven't actually had a trailer with Cable in it, right?
0: Yeah.
1: It's at the point... He
0: just had, like, a handful of pictures.
1: Yeah. It's early enough, and I know it's unlikely, and I don't expect it's going to happen, but it's early enough that there could be a falling out between Josh Brolin and the creators of this film, and his character could be cut.
0: Yeah.
1: It's happened before.
0: Yep.
1: So... You know, I think that's jumping a jumping the gun a little bit, whether it's a nice tattoo or not.
0: Yeah, exactly. And something that big, like it, it was almost the size of a half sleeve portrait of his face. Wow. It was big, and it's full color. So, like, you're not getting that shit covered up with anything. <laughs> no. Nope. It's kind of like. I saw a lot of tattoos of Pennywise from the new It. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Pennywise was really, really good in this movie. I enjoyed the shit out of part one. But part two hasn't been released yet. Yep. They could completely butcher it. They could. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And I, I, like... The Josh Brolin cable tattoo is so way early to be getting something like that. Not but t- I even found the Pennywise tattoo because I saw this tattoo the same week the movie opened. I even found that to be a little yeah. early. Like,
1: Yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. Like, if you're excited about the movie coming out and you're a big fan of, say, the book or the old movie... Maybe go get a, a tattoo that kind of ties into the story, or like a, a, an homage piece, something like that. You don't don't get a don't jump the gun like that and fucking get a portrait. Right. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, I, I guess it's us. That's both of both of us on that one.
0: People assume because I have a lot of tattoos that I love tattoos. No, like, I don't even love all of my tattoos, (laughs) let alone all of everyone else's. 90% of other people's tattoos, I'm just like, ugh, I don't think that was a good idea. Like, I'm glad you like it, but I think it's dumb. Yep. I just bite my tongue and don't tell them. Like, who, who am I to fucking shit on someone's parade? I'm never going to look at someone and criticize their tattoos unless they're like shoving them in my face being like, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Yep. Then I might be all like, all right, you've poked the bear enough, I'm going to, you want me to critique it, I'm going to critique it. Fair enough. But, uh, getting tattoos like that of like movies that have just come out or have yet to come out Uh, Like, all the... I have two movie-related tattoos. And both of them are from movies that are more than 20 years old.
1: What ones are they? It's not coming to me.
0: I'm gonna save that information right now, actually, because after our current giveaway contest that we have right now, I'm planning on doing another contest
1: that involves my geek related tattoos uh
0: I almost got them out of you
1: almost <laughs> uh I have one more thing I wanted to mention before we get into the uh the main part of the episode here uh have you heard about bloom house productions um, what about them i i I didn't realize I don't know. I guess I I've I just been missing exactly how big of a deal uh, Jason Bloom and Bloomhouse Productions have been over the last say ten years or so.
0: With all the horror.
1: Yeah, it's it's mind blowing. Oh yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, because I guess I, I I'm kind of late to the game here. Uh, Jason Bloom started Bloomhouse Productions, horror uh, horror movie production company. Uh, First movie was Paranormal Activity Since then has produced uh, Just to name a few Every Paranormal Activity Purge, Ouija uh, Sinister, Insidious Movie (laughs) Not to mention um, The newest M. Night Shyamalan Movies The Visit and Split The upcoming Happy Death Day Comes out like next week, this week I think And Get Out From earlier this year, all him that's crazy. That's mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. But I there's he's got a couple upcoming things I wanted to mention. He is producing the Halloween movie that comes out next year with... Uh, Jesus Christ. What's her name? <laughs> I forgot to write her name down. Uh, Laurie Strode. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. There you go. I knew it was a three-parter. <laughs> uh, he's
0: knew it was a three-flusher.
1: And uh, he's producing the new Spawn movie Which I thought was relevant to this podcast Which is being written and directed by Todd McFarlane himself Hell yes That looks so uh, fucking Sorry it doesn't look good we haven't seen any But it sounds fucking amazing
0: Did I hear somewhere or did I dream it That the original voice of Spawn Keith David is going to be returning
1: I don't know I wouldn't say he's he's playing him. I don't think they've casted Spawn, but it is possible he's involved somehow.
0: I I could have swore I read that somewhere.
1: Maybe. I I haven't. Uh, I'm not sure honestly. Um, I will look it up. And meanwhile, I want to talk about one more thing. He uh, Bloomhouse Productions signed a three-picture deal the other day with Chris Hardwick, of uh, the Nerdist. Podcasts and the Talking Dead he does all those talk Shows on AMC
0: Yeah
1: yeah I know him from the Podcast mostly but uh, It's really cool because I was listening To an episode Chris Hardwick did with Jordan Peel when Get Out came out And Jordan was asking Chris as he, if he's ever considered Directing and Chris was dismissive Saying no I don't think I've got the skills For that I don't, I don't have the eye for it And Jordan encouraged Him and said you should look, consider it and apparently, I haven't listened to it yet, but Jason Bloom was on the Nerdist podcast like within the last couple weeks, and that conversation turned into Chris Hardwick signing a three-picture deal, producing uh, three horror films, and directing one of them. Nice. It's just fucking cool. I, I'm excited about that. Chris Hardwick is awesome, uh, and Blumhouse Productions is pretty fucking awesome, and I want to see the... Two of those work together.
0: Yeah, hell yeah.
1: I'm not seeing anything on on. Uh... Oh wait a second, hold up, hold up. I think there might be a new, uh, new Spawn animated series that is possibly involving Keith David. That's what I'm seeing. I didn't know about that. Okay. I didn't know they were doing another Spawn animated series. Uh, either
0: way, I'm game.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: On my
1: phone <laughs> oh, okay Todd McFarlane is quoted as saying I've also got to figure out how to get Keith David in my movie too just for one line so
0: cool
1: he might be involved in some way but hopefully if Todd McFarlane gets his own way
0: how different would Spawn be if it
1: was Seth McFarlane that did it <laughs> oh Jesus I don't know, man. That's
0: conversation for another day.
1: Yeah, that's something else altogether. Speaking of uh, of comedy, uh, let's get into our funniest horror comedies. Sure. Uh, who's going first here?
0: I'll let you take the lead on this one.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea because yours is the actual surprise here. I'm not even going to build up to this. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> uh, obviously. See,
0: I- leaning towards Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Like, it it was a contender for my choice, and I was like, no, Ryan is most definitely going to say Shaun of the Dead, so I'm going to go with my other choice.
1: Yeah, like, Shaun of the Dead is hands down, there's literally no competition, it is my favorite movie of all time. So obviously, when it comes to horror comedy, I mean, I've got to mention it, it's got to be, I can't say something else. Um... I was, what I want to say about Shaun of the Dead is and the thing that stands out the most to me I did see this movie when it first came out. I was uh, 14 I think and obviously my sense of humor has changed hopefully in the last 13 years uh, but this movie's always been funny it, like, yeah. it, it's, it's, When I first watched it I found it funny on a very uh, I don't know, very basic sort of immature level and it seems like over the years I got more jokes and I found it funny in different ways. Yeah. But it, there's never been a time where I thought Shaun of the Dead was not funny. And I could I I could watch this movie over and over. I could have this movie on a, on a an infinite loop and I would never get tired of it.
0: I feel you there. Um
1: uh, Edgar Wright, also my favorite director of all time. Uh, he knows how to fucking write a joke. He knows how to write a funny fucking movie, and he knows how to shoot too. Like the the shots in these in his movies are fantastic. Um, but also Simon Pegg is just Simon
0: Pegg, Nick Frost, like
1: oh, man,
0: they never disappoint me.
1: Name a name a more iconic duo, as the memes would say.
0: Yeah, really though.
1: Man, ah uh, fuck, I, I've I don't know. I don't even know what else to say about this movie. Uh, I mean, that's where I got my my gamer tag. For those that don't know, uh, my Xbox gamer tag, as well as my Instagram handle, Captain Wow, comes from a line in the movie where uh, one of the characters is referring to Sean and, and calls calls him sarcastically Captain Wow, and and I I went with it. And I think a lot of people see that as a gamer tag and think it's really cocky, but fuck them if they don't get the joke. Yeah. Anyway, what you got? What what's another? What's a horror comedy on the level of uh, Shaun of the Dead?
0: Not on the level of Shaun of the Dead. Okay. In everyone's opinion, But well, I went with the original scary movie.
1: Nice, nice.
0: Uh, released in 2000. Yes. So I was in the seventh grade when this movie came out, like just hitting junior high. Yep. And I actually just watched it again last week. <laughs> and it parodies some of my favorite movies of all time pretty well.
1: It really does.
0: I mean, the series got worse and worse as it went on.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: It, I mean, the series struggled to live up to the first one. Yeah. Excuse me, but the first one was amazing, especially for its time, for the age I was, like all through junior high and high school. This movie was raunchy and had the horror movie parodies, and it was just so ridiculous. I loved it growing up. Like, I remember when it first came out every single time I went to a friend's house. That's all they wanted to watch.
1: Yep.
0: And, yeah, I mean... After we had so many of the scary movie series, then, like, they had, like, epic movie, and disaster movie, and superhero movie, and, yes. like, all these <laughs> spoof movies that tried to capture some of the glory that this movie had, but none of them could live up to it.
1: I just want to note here, the guys who made those movies were not the same guys.
0: No, I know, but yeah, cause, so many people, like, tried to oh, emulate yeah. it.
1: Yep. That fucking pair, they need to be called out right now. That fucking pair that made those movies. God damn it, what are their names? Jason's... Oh,
0: like, <laughs> epic movie and disaster movie in
1: that? Jason Friedberg and Aaron Seltzer are an abomination on film.
0: (laughs) Those movies are turds.
1: They are the creators of Date Movie, Epic Movie, Meet the Spartans, Disaster Movie, Vampires Suck, The Starving Games, Best Night Ever, and Super Fast. I don't even know what those last ones are. But holy shit, I've seen maybe one of them. And that's more than enough to know that they are the worst thing to happen to movies
0: there's only one thing I can remember from Meet the Spartans that actually amused me
1: okay I I didn't see it so
0: I bought it when I was living in Ottawa because we had a heat wave and I was just looking for movies I could watch in the bathtub (laughs) <laughs> was, didn't have a lot of money And it was like three bucks at the Seven Eleven On the corner of my street Fair enough So I bought Meet the Spartans to watch it in the tub And the only scene that even still Kind of makes me like <laughs> Is That scene where the Spartans All like march off to go to war Yep they all link arms and start skipping off singing i believe i will survive oh <laughs> okay and just watching like kevin sorbo and all these other guys who have like they don't even try to hide it like they actually show them in the movie spray spraying on the abs like
1: uh, airbrushing
0: on the abs gotcha and so seeing all these guys who have obviously airbrushed on abs, arm in arm, skipping away, singing, I will survive <laughs> as you know, they're parodying a movie where they get fucking slaughtered. It it made me chuckle. But that's the only part of that movie that I even remotely chuckled at.
1: Yeah. Uh, back to the horror comedies for a second here uh, as much as it was really easy for me to pick my number one if we were gonna do like a top three or top five that would be fucking hard oh yeah like there's there's too many I mean Army of Darkness has to be mentioned uh, Tucker, yep. and, Tucker and Dale versus Evil uh, I really like Cabin in the Woods I thought it was a funny movie uh, I mean there's so there's so many fucking great horror com what we do uh what we do in the shadows, you ever see that? No. That was funny as shit. And actually, uh it was the guy who directed uh the is directing the new Thor Ragnarok. He did a uh it's like a, a comedy about a bunch of vampires who are roommates. And it's done like hand cam style, as if, like, a documentary crew is filming their lives. Jermaine Clements in so it. I
0: have uh, Jermaine from Play yeah. of the Concord?
1: Yeah. Jermaine Clements in it, yeah.
0: I've seen it on Netflix, I just haven't watched it. I Speaking watch- of horror comedies on Netflix, there's a new one they just put out, I believe called The Babysitter.
1: I was going to watch that this weekend. It's probably going to be watched within the next week or so.
0: It's gonna be watched tonight in yeah. this house I'm like when we stop recording I'm probably gonna go pick up some garlic fingers come home and watch it
1: it looks fucking great
0: a friend of mine was telling me last night that it's good
1: it looks fucking fantastic
0: it's her review was it's a little dumb but it's good
1: okay I, I read a review With online that's, a horror
0: company, you can't expect it not to be a little dumb well
1: yeah Uh, I read a review online that said it's Scott Pilgrim meets Evil Dead. Perfect. I know, right? So, sounds fucking good to me, anyway. Hell yeah. Hey guys, uh, we're back. Uh, We had some minor technical difficulties. Um, We had pretty much this entire episode recorded last night, uh, Sunday, And turns out the program stopped recording for a good half an hour. So we're redoing it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Uh, So you guys have heard us uh, intro the episode and talk about our favorite horror comedies. Um, We had done our top five modern horror films. So... uh, the surprise element is gone. We do know each other's lists now, but it's still gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. On that note, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's get into our, our top five horror films since the year two thousand. Um, and <laughs> first time for you guys hearing it, but uh, it's kind of like a repeat for us here. Okay, I'll start it off as I as I did last night. Uh, my number five is it. Even- what? <laughs> wow, you sound genuinely surprised. <laughs> uh,
0: I actually couldn't remember what you said for number five.
1: <laughs> I uh, I wrote them I wrote them down here uh, on my phone because I, I as last night when we were recording I had my notes up on the computer of course. So I didn't see that the program had stopped recording, but that will not happen today. I'm keeping a fucking close eye on it. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, uh, Stephen King's It, directed by Andy Machete, uh just released last month, if I'm not mistaken. Uh it's pretty soon to say it's my it's a number 5 since 2000, but uh And and honestly, I didn't have it in my top five originally. I had uh, Insidious there. And uh, I was deciding between... Let me see, there was a couple. I had Insidious, It, and It Follows was another one. And I was kind of working back and forth. And when I told Charlotte that I wasn't going to put It in my top five, she kind of got in an argument with me. Uh... Which is funny because I thought I, I thought I enjoyed it more than she did, but uh, or so, sorry, I thought yeah yeah I thought I enjoyed it more than she did, and uh, anyway I thought about it some more, and even though I had some minor issues with it regarding uh, some of the some of the stuff they did with uh, Beverly and with Mike mainly, and uh, I don't know they they gave a lot of. Uh, a lot of Mike's character from the book to Ben, as we discussed last night. Yeah. And they took Beverly and sort of made her a damsel in distress at the end there, which I don't know, I wasn't a big fan of. And then, of course, the fucking stupid goddamn we all float down here thing, meaning that they literally float, which was.
0: Instead of just bobbing around in the sewer after they're dead.
1: Exactly. It, that's the point. It's not supposed to be anything else. Um. Uh, anyway, those minor issues. I, I was, I was using those as reasons not to put it on the list. But then I thought about it, and god damn, it was a good mo- movie. Otherwise, like they got the the atmosphere, the feeling. They got the, the characters. Other than those flaws, fucking spot on. Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise was insanely scary, and just the cast of kids were amazing. Yeah, and I can't wait to see Chapter Two. Uh, so yeah, even though it, it just came out and I haven't really I haven't had a chance to rewatch it, I I had to put in my top five, and honestly, with time, it will probably be higher on the list. Yeah. And with that.
0: I, I almost had it on my list, yeah. but I decided against it because, well, I kind of want to see how it holds up.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Like, I'm, I'm still kind of riding the hype from it. Yeah. I kind of want to see. I kind of want to give it some time. I hear you. See if it's as good as leftover pizza.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Don't even talk. <laughs> I I use leftover pizza as a judge as on um, as a way to judge whether something is actually good pizza. Because if it's good fresh but sucks leftover, it's not good pizza.
0: It's not good. No. No, it's not good pizza. It's
1: got to be good when you get it and it's got to be good the next day.
0: Yeah. Like my favorite pizza place in the area is actually a half hour drive from my house. Yep. And what I'll do is I'll call and place the order as I'm about to leave so by the time I get there pizza's ready and then I don't eat it right away I drive half hour back to my house and then it's like cooled down a bit yep and I'll just eat the whole thing in one sitting nice
1: I think that's the, I, I think this is the second time we've had this exact conversation on the podcast
0: probably What's the place but, called again Cafe 59. They
1: should probably sponsor us. We're, we're doing some work for them here.
0: I would love that because, like, <laughs> man.
1: I got to try it, like, man.
0: I, I've driven a half hour there in, like, whiteout conditions where they've been advising people to stay off the highway.
1: <laughs> Is it half hour each way?
0: Yeah. So well, you're, just about. It's, it's in Pasadena. Yeah.
1: So an hour of driving for pizza.
0: Uh, probably closer to 40 minutes.
1: Still. Still. It's gotta still. be good pizza, man.
0: It is great pizza, and it is not expensive, and... Yeah.
1: Okay, let's move on with the list. Uh, your number five also happens to be my number four, as we found out. So let's just talk about it here all at once.
0: This movie is Great pizza.
1: Great pizza.
0: Yeah, because this movie came out like early in the new millennium, and it still holds up.
1: Oh, yep. Saw and saw, man. James Wan makes good good. pizza.
0: (laughs) James Wan makes deadly pizza.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's a T-shirt idea too. James James Wan with like uh, an open pizza box and the pizza has like <laughs> like uh, body parts and and blood and guts on it.
0: Can we like coin that and like make merchandise and shit? Being like how we refer to something as being like a good movie or a good show or something like that, we we'll call it good pizza.
1: Good pizza, man.
0: That, show, that episode was good pizza.
1: Give me another slice of that shit. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, back to Saw.
0: Yeah. Like, even today when I watch it, at the end when John stands up and you find out, like, guy in the middle of the floor hasn't been dead the whole time. He was just a guy just lying there and he was the one who set up the trap like it it blows people's minds.
1: 100%, man. The twist still works.
0: Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't know. I find M. Night Shyamalan is a bit, like, reachy with his twists. sometimes. Like, sometimes they're good, but sometimes they're so far out there, like, he's just, like, grabbing at straws, like, trying to make a crazy twist
1: man did you ever did you ever
0: see th- fucking nails it sometimes
1: you ever see The Happening
0: is that the one where everyone just starts killing themselves
1: and, and at the end it turns out it was mother nature the whole time yes yeah fuck that movie man
0: I went to see that movie in theaters when it came out and for about four years afterwards I kept movie ticket in my wallet just to remind me what a piece of shit that movie was, in case anyone ever said, hey, do you want to watch The Happening? And I just had that movie ticket in my wallet just so I would remember, like, The Happening. Nah, that is fucking awful. Don't ever watch it again.
1: Oh, man. that's Yeah, that one was pretty fucking rough. I
0: was actually angry when I walked out of the theater that movie.
1: Uh, Like,
0: at the end I was pissed.
1: Side note here Slight tangent uh, Have you seen any of M. Night Shyamalan's Newest movies Like The Visit and Split
0: I've seen them both
1: I haven't seen Split yet What do you think of, of the I've heard good things about Split And I loved The Visit
0: I need to re-watch The Visit Yeah Because I was pretty tired when I watched it yeah. So I don't really remember Okay. A whole lot of it. Yeah. <clears throat> but Split um I had a few friends over and watched it, and everyone here enjoyed it. Even my girlfriend who hates horror movies and was a little creeped out by the funniest horror comedy, in my opinion, Scary Movie. Okay. Even she thought Split was good. Like it it wasn't like there wasn't a lot of jump scares or anything like that, but like, it was it was really good. Yeah. Even she agreed it was good.
1: Nice. I need to see it.
0: Uh, I own it. If you want to borrow it.
1: Cool. Sounds good. But also, I I really enjoyed visit, and I was just genuinely surprised when watching it that Am Night Shyamalan still had it in him to make a good movie. Yeah. So maybe he's got a resurgence coming. That's pretty cool. Um, I,
0: I just think, like, he blew so many people's minds with the Sixth Sense. With the whole, like, Bruce Willis was dead all along thing. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, man, like, people think I'm great because I blew their minds with the Bruce Willis being dead and the kids mm. able to see him shit. I need to keep doing this. Yeah. Like, I just think, like, it gave him such an ego boost that he was just spent the rest of his career trying to recapture that. Oh, yeah. And then he just completely shit the bed on The Last Airbender.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh <Yep>. Saw... <laughs> <laughs> um... I had to put it on there just because James Wan I mean he as I said last night when we were recording this James Wan is I think the greatest filmmaker the greatest horror filmmaker from the last 20 years yeah I mean the guy created Saw Insidious The Conjuring plus as uh, we looked into I mean the amount of stuff he's written and produced on the side yep and now he's directing Aquaman
0: Fuck yeah. uh, which
1: you didn't know about last night Now it's not a surprise uh, we, we Why'd must... you
0: have to say that? I could have played it off like I'd known all along I knew before he did
1: <laughs> he, he James James Wan let you know Before he Talked to Jason Momoa about it
0: Yeah. Spoiler yep. alert, James Moss is James Wan
1: Oh shit <laughs> That's an M. Night Shyamalan twist for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like other people have made good horror movies in the last 20 years, yeah. but no one as consistently as James Wan.
1: No. Even uh, even Dead Silence was pretty fucking creepy.
0: I love Dead Silence. That was a fun For the longest time, like before Insidious and those movies came out, whenever I was like hanging out with someone and they wanted to watch a scary movie, the first movie I would grab was Dead Silence. Good call it, It's creepy
1: Yeah for sure
0: I mean ugh, Donnie Wahlberg ugh.
1: <laughs> I forgot he was in that
0: uh, uh. <laughs> Oh man No but, Seriously though I I enjoyed Donnie Wahlberg In that movie And I think he played He was also in SOT Well Not the first one hmm. Was he in the first one? I can't remember uh, he was in the franchise
1: No, I think he got introduced in the second one When his kid was one. in the house
0: Yeah, right? his kid was in that house Yeah, yeah, yeah And then it was Four or five when he came back
1: so, Yeah, something like that Four or five, I can't remember which one But with the whole Ice block scenario And yep. yep. But nothing compares to Donnie Wahlberg's uh, Shining moment As part of New Kids on the Block
0: Dude I still have New Kids on the Block On my iPod
1: Oh for sure man Step by step is my fucking jam <laughs> uh, And that,
0: that just brings us Back to It again
1: Yeah <laughs> it sure does I forgot about that Yeah, that, that, I really liked how they threw that in there That was that was fun
0: Please don't go, girl <laughs>
1: um, Okay, so talked about Saw You're number 5, my number 4 So we're skipping me again, we're going back to you Uh, Your number 4 pick Which is
0: 28 Days Later Fuck yeah Uh,
1: mostly, uh, mostly because I'm trying so, to
0: think what we said about it last night when <laughs> we.
1: Were <talking> <laughs> you know what we didn't talk about last night when we did talk about 28 Days Later, is okay. we get to see Cillian Murphy's penis. Yes Very early on, and yep, that sure was something. Uh, my my big thing about 28 Days Later is I love the fucking. The gray, empty London, uh, and the fact that it, it just looks so fucking creepy.
0: Yep. Well, I think seeing any st- large city that abandoned. Yeah. Is just unsettling.
1: For sure. And movies have done it before. And we'll continue to do it, but I don't think anyone has done it as well as that movie did
0: no, and like like I said when we were talking about it before the like the way the movie is shot, like how dark and gritty it is, like it's not bright like I don't know, there's something about it, just like the colors and yeah, Ugh...
1: It has it has the uh, let me let me try and word this right. It, it has the technology like the the advancements in filmmaking and the hindsight of the 2000s, but it looks like something from the 90s. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's pretty fucking cool blending.
0: And the music is so intense yes. at the
1: right moments. Oh, uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? John Murphy, I think, is did the score for that. And fuck, it's I, I only know that because I knew a guy once who did a a uh, uh, a remix of the score of Twenty Eight Days Later, and it was pretty fucking cool.
0: Nice.
1: But yeah, it's a fucking great movie. Uh, anything else you want to say about Twenty Eight Days Later?
0: Um, Cillian Murphy's good actor. I enjoy his work in that. I enjoyed him in Red Eye. He yes. and in the Batman uh, Chris Nolan trilogy. Yep. He. There were a few moments where I was like, "Come on, Jim, get your head out of your ass." <laughs> but. Aside from that, like, 28 Days Later is like a better version of Resident Evil Apocalypse.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I agree. It really is.
0: Like, starts off with the protagonist waking up alone in a hospital, no one else around. Walks out in the city, city's abandoned, or so they think.
1: Yeah. It's kinda it's kinda like Walking Dead without all the bullshit.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't know. I haven't watched The Walking Dead, but Yeah. First (laughs) I like that.
1: The first season's decent, the second season is fantastic, and it slowly but surely goes from fantastic to absolute garbage over the next couple seasons. So watch season two maybe.
0: Or just don't
1: watch it. Or just watch something else with John Bernthal on it, because that's most of what you're getting out of that show anyway.
0: I shall watch Daredevil Season 2.
1: There you go. Anyway, you go. Uh, we found out when comparing our list that my number three pick was also your number one. So yeah. we'll again wait and move to your next pick. <laughs> uh...
0: We, this is strategy. Yeah, give me the most airtime. <laughs> it
1: is because <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so when the program glitches out, all we have recorded is you, right? Yep. Okay. What's your number three pick?
0: Uh, number three pick on the James Moss show <laughs> <laughs> is a sequel. Mm. Uh, The Conjuring Two. Oh,
1: uh, not the first one. I thought you were gonna say Troll Two. Yeah. Have you ever seen that?
0: A long, long time ago. Oh boy. I'm a troll man. <laughs> um yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um yeah, but again a James Wan movie. Mhm. This movie Like, it creeps me out. It makes me feel uneasy. There have been nights where I've watched this movie and I've gone to bed and felt uncomfortable. And really, like, what more can you ask for in a horror movie? It's spawned... Well, I mean... Okay, the first Conjuring spawned the Annabelle spinoff. Yeah. But... The Conjuring 2 is uh, spawning both The Nun, Mm -hmm. about the evil nun demon thing, Veloc. Yep. And we're also getting, was it The Crooked Man? Yep. Because that creepy old guy um, keeps repeating this nursery rhyme, and at one point kind of takes the shape of this big Crooked Man thing.
1: Yes. Which was yeah. Cool. I mean,
0: I enjoy the first Conjuring too. It's just this one unsettles me so much more.
1: That's a good, good Something enough reason for me. about
0: the guy's voice and everything like that. It's just
1: yeah, yeah. It's
0: I my <laughs> <house>. <laughs> uh,
1: as I was saying last night. Uh, I didn't really enjoy the movie when I watched it, but because of uh, one thing or another, I ended up having to split the viewing into, like, three different sittings, so I feel like that might have played a part. Yeah. So it it really is something I should rewatch. I mean, looking back, the nun, the crooked man, the old guy, they were all pretty fucking creepy. I gotta say
0: uh, I mean it, I just pulled up YouTube on my phone one night at work and showed just the nun in the home office scene to one of the girls at work yeah. and she just watched like this little four-minute clip from the movie and she had to walk away, just going no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was. I think that was one of the better scenes in the movie.
0: Oh, it was. Because I mean, that non character is getting a spin-off, and it really didn't have that much screen time in the movie. No. But when it was on screen, it was so scary. Yep. It was great. For sure. Because, like you said. James Wan knows horror. Between James Bond, or I almost said James Bond. (laughs) Yeah. Between James Wan and Jason Bloom, that's his name, right? Yeah. Two of those guys have scary on lock.
1: For sure. And, uh, what's impressive to me, as you were saying about these spinoffs, uh, like, it, it is impressive that The Conjuring led to Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, The Conjuring 2, The Nun, The Crooked Man. Like, a lot of movies coming from one here. But you do have to give credit to that sequel because sequels don't often lead to spinoffs. No. That And that's, that is pretty fucking impressive. And not to mention, uh, I don't think it's officially linked in any way, but do you ever see Deliver Us from Evil? Not yet. Yeah, we saw that in theater when it came out. Uh, Eric Bana... And it's not a spin off per se, but it is uh, based on uh, apparent true events uh, about a cop who ended up working with Ed and. What is it? Ed and Lorraine? Warren. Warren, yeah. And uh, so it's based on his story of how he went from being a cop to being involved with investigating the paranormal. Pretty fucking cool movie, actually. Pretty creepy. On Netflix, if you want to check it out.
0: Yeah, I'm probably going to.
1: So yeah, I, I I mean, and all produced by Jason Bloom, and all these movies, well, at least most of them somehow uh, linked back to James Wan. He directed a couple. He's produced and written a few. You know.
0: Yeah. Anyway. So- yeah, it's not often that I think that a sequel is superior to the original, but in this case, it is true.
1: Yeah, for sure. All
0: yeah. right, so what do you have for number two?
1: Yeah, we're in the top twos here. Uh, my number two is The Descent. And last night, uh, when I mentioned this, I found that you had never seen The Descent.
0: I have
1: not. And you should, because holy shit, man. As as much as James Wan ruled the 2000s, uh, The Descent was my favorite horror movie of that decade, for sure. And uh, for anyone who has not seen it, uh, it follows a group of women who are into thrill-seeking, extreme sports and such, Uh, Whitewater rafting, rock climbing, that sort of thing. They go spelunking in an uncharted cave that has never been discovered. Of course, there is a cave-in. They are stuck in very, very tiny crevices in an underground cavern. And that's when shit gets fucking weird. Shit gets pretty supernatural. And honestly, it's a pretty fucking bloody movie. Like, I haven't seen... I think this movie's got to be up there with like the most on-screen blood
0: Nice
1: It's a fucking great movie and as I mentioned before uh, it's a ton of actresses that never really did much else so when I watch the movie I'm not looking at them as the actresses I'm not looking at them and remembering where else I saw them I'm just seeing the characters on screen
0: Yeah
1: and it's it's really fucking great movie. Uh, I don't know what else to say. The director uh, Neil Marshall is in charge of the new Hellboy, and I can't fucking wait to see that now. Oh yeah, you need to watch it. And anyone uh, listening that is a fan of good horror, uh, go check it out. It's on Netflix, of course. Everything's yep. on, everything's on fucking Netflix anyway.
0: True.
1: What do you got from?
0: everything I want to watch.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> which I assume is um, all the CW superhero TV shows. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. What do you got for number two?
0: Number two is X Men: Age of Apocalypse.
1: That was fucking terrifying. Yeah. It's scary that they got fucking money to make that. Um,
0: really, though?
1: It's scary to me that Brian Singer is still making movies. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, like, Ivan Ooze creeped the shit out of me when I was a kid.
1: <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Oh, man. That's a, good, that's a good callback. That's good.
0: And I had no idea that Boy George was so powerful.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, Boy George.
0: <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness, yeah. My number two pick is the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Hmm. Even though Freddy Krueger uh, was probably less of a pedophile than Brian Singer.
0: <laughs> Quite possibly, yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake from 2010.
0: Uh I believe so. Yeah.
1: Jackie Earl Haley.
0: Oh my god, he was so good as Freddy Krueger.
1: He managed to fill Robert Englund's shoes and do a fucking fine job of it.
0: Which I was so skeptical about when I saw that they were doing this. For sure. Because I was like, I don't know if anyone else could play Freddy Krueger besides Robert Englund. But Jackie Earl Haley's take on it was great. Like, he wasn't... Like, Robert Englund is funny and creepy yeah Jack Harold Haley was just creepy oh yeah he looks like an actual burn victim like someone who was severely severely burned but there's so many quotable lines in that movie oh yeah like when he um, I believe it's Jesse he kills and then he like spouts off some quote about did you know that the human brain can stay alive for like so many minutes after the heart stops beating means we've still got like six minutes and 59 seconds left to play or something like oh, that
1: Jesus yep
0: and like someone at one point says like oh god and he's like no just me <laughs> Why are you screaming? I haven't even caught you yet. Like shit, like that is like oh my god! When I was playing in um, a band that had recurring horror themes a couple of years ago, yep, I was um, taking sound clips from movies and putting them as like intros to songs and like having them play like as we were like starting our set and stuff like that. Yep, And I had, like, four just from this movie. Nice. Yeah, like, it's so quotable, and, like, some of the sounds from this movie would be perfect for, like, a haunted house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I I thought it was great.
1: Yeah, I, I gotta say it's a good pick. I mean, uh, there aren't many... There aren't many remakes that I really love. I, I, I mean, the 2000s and 2010s are filled with horror remakes. That's all they're doing. And yeah, a lot of them are kind of shitty. Let's be honest.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Oh, <laughs> Whoa, what was that? <laughs> uh, it was me trying to hide saying Halloween by coughing.
1: Oh, Okay. <laughs> it sounded a little demonic. That's all right. That fits. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, my distaste for Rob Zombie's Halloween Two yeah. brings the evil out of me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it before. I. Yeah. I love. I love the first one he did, and that second one was, ugh, man.
0: I. I watched the first one again last week, and I was like, yeah. I mean. I think they take a little too long showing him as a teenager in the hospital. Yeah. Building up to it. But if that's my biggest complaint about the movie, you know, it's not that bad.
1: Okay. Now, I, uh, within the last week, rewatched John Carpenter's Halloween. And I disagree because that movie takes no time developing the character at all. And not in like a. Oh, yeah. It's literally just like, he kills his sister, and then cut, and he escapes. I I feel yeah. like maybe there's somewhere in between the two of them that would have been a little more ideal.
0: Well, I mean, for the first two John Carpenter Halloween movies, they didn't even refer to him as Michael Myers in the credits. It yeah. just referred to him as The Shape.
1: Good point, yeah.
0: And I think a lot of the reason why they did that is because they didn't really want an explanation or reason.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: It was just senseless. Yeah. And it wasn't really until Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers, that they actually explained why he kills people. Yep. Which was actually the movie that introduced Paul Stephen Rudd.
1: Nice Yeah uh, One more tangent here on Halloween So last night uh, well, Actually it's funny Because at the start of this episode You heard me talking about Friday the 13th movies And a yeah. day has passed since So last night After the recording kind of fucked up uh, Me and Charlotte watched Jason Goes to Hell And uh <laughs> Is it just me, or did they blatantly rip off Michael Myers' story at the end there? With the whole, uh, he can only be killed by, uh, his living relative, and he'll, he'll keep coming back until there are no more or some shit. Like, that just sounds like rewording Michael Myers.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: yeah. They didn't even hide it.
0: No, but <laughs> it's slasher movies. Like, yeah. there's only so many ideas that they can come up with.
1: Good point. I don't know. I, that was an interesting one, to say the least.
0: I mean, they all can't be masterpieces like Dead Alive.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's fucked. Um, Want to get into our number ones? Yes, sir. Okay, I'll go first here. Uh, this is a very, very bold pick because it's pretty fucking new. My number one is Get Out. Hell
0: yeah.
1: Which only came out this year. But. Yep. God damn it, I, I don't know.
0: You have I, two very new movies on this list.
1: I know. And it, I was iffy on putting in. But Get Out, like, I have never before had the experience of watching a movie and instantly, like, even while watching it, saying, holy shit, this is just... This This already feels like an absolute fucking classic. It's like a fucking masterpiece.
0: Yeah. I, you know what? Like, when I first heard about this movie, I was like, yeah, I, I'm excited... The trailers look good, but I'm still going into it with a bit of skepticism because um, I knew Jordan Peele was a comedy guy. Yeah, and I didn't know how well he would handle horror. Man, <laughs> but from the like from the time that movie started in the theater, I was glued. It was one of those times where you go see a movie in the theater and, like, no matter how bad you have to go to the bathroom from that extra-large fountain pop you just chugged, you're holding it because you do not want to miss a scene.
1: No. You don't want to miss a word of that movie.
0: No. I I sat there just, like, holding it and holding it, and as soon as the credits started rolling, I booked it for the urinal. Because I, I was... I was uncomfortable because I didn't want to miss any of this movie.
1: Yep. Uh, we watched it at home, and uh, oh, first let me back up. I think we were actually at my place when we first saw the trailer during yeah. uh, during a UFC we were watching here. Um, yep. And what's funny is i am the type of person i look ahead with movies a lot i'm i'm looking up every movie that has been announced for 2021 2022 already like that is something that i do i i spend way too much time looking through the depths of the internet trying to find out what movies are being worked on i didn't hear about this at all literally did not hear a word until I saw the trailer on TV and instantly was like, shit, that looks good. And uh, like like you said, I did not know what to expect out of Jordan Peele for horror, but holy shit, I think he might be, a, like, a, the next fucking horror visionary.
0: Yeah, I, I'd really like to see... Him do some more Like Maybe a sequel Or a spin-off Of Get Out? Yeah
1: i I mean I If he has an idea for it, I'd watch it But uh, I don't know man I th- I'd
0: like to see uh, What was his name in the movie?
1: Oh uh, Andre or something? Is that right? Or, the or,
0: TSA Oh the
1: I'm... TSA uh, Rod I think Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'd like to see more of him.
1: He was funny. He was great.
0: He was fantastic. He has a—I'm pretty sure he has a comedy special on Netflix too oh, that really? I haven't watched yet.
1: Oh, I'll check that out. Um, yeah.
0: From... Um. Yeah, he was one of my favorite parts of the movie, oh, for and sure. I would definitely like to see more of him. Um. Killed Landry Jones, is it? Yes. That dude is such a creep. Yep. In this movie, in the Last Exorcism, like he he just plays those characters so fucking well. Yep. So well.
1: Then that's that's the thing. This movie, uh, it doesn't really play off scares. It doesn't really play off. Creep factors. It's the story, the acting, and just the fucking building of suspense. Yeah. Like, for 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 starters, that cast. There is not a weak link. Every fucking no. actor in that movie brought it.
0: Stephen Root
1: and uh, Bradley Whitford as the father was fucking awesome. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. As the main character, Chris Washington, I believe his name is. Yes. Daniel Kaluuya, I want to see that guy in fucking everything now.
0: And he's going to be in Black Panther. Yes, he is. Which looks like it's going to be amazing.
1: Yep. And it's really funny. Uh, when that trailer aired, and me and you were watching UFC and the trailer came on, literally within a week before that, I had watched an episode of uh, Black Mirror and yeah. he starred in this episode like it's a different cast for every episode different story so he started in this one like 40 45 minute episode of black mirror and after that episode i said holy shit that guy can fucking act and i want to see him and stuff and uh days later i see the trailer for this one and i'm like hey look it's that guy and holy fuck yeah. he can act man uh, if
0: he stays on with the right directors yep Writers, I think he is going to climb the ranks of Hollywood pretty quick.
1: He's got it, man. And I, yeah. can, I can see it. I can as see long
0: it. as he doesn't end up working with some shitty writers and shitty directors, because no one ever blames the directors. They're always like, oh, this actor was shit.
1: Yeah. Always.
0: Yeah. So as long as he stays on with good directors and good writing, yep. I think. That guy is going places
1: for sure. And Jordan Peele, uh, after Get Out came out, he—I heard—I can't remember if it was on a podcast or an interview somewhere. He said he has like four or five other ideas for different standalone horror movies that he wants to do. That's fucking awesome. Like that's what he's doing now. He he they they ended Key and Peele because this is what Jordan Peele wants to do now and that's I'm I'm up for that Uh, also he has he has the uh, the horror TV series coming to HBO now Lovecraft Country co-produced with J.J. Abrams and apparently it's all going to be in a similar vein to Get Out in that it's uh, a combination of social issues and horror So I'm I'm there. I'm like the, the day that airs. I'm watching it. Hell yeah! I think we're a ways off. Maybe next year. Hopefully. Um. Anyway, I can't say much more about Get Out. I I kind of want to watch it again right now. I mean, that's it's just I didn't expect that movie to be as fucking mind blowingly good as it is.
0: Yeah. No. It caught me by surprise pleasantly.
1: Anyway, uh, the next movie is my number three, your number one and... yeah, Man, like if we're talking horror movies from 2010s, uh, I mean I mentioned earlier It Follows Uh, It was amazing and uh, then there's the top two for me and there's Get Out and there's this one
0: The remake of The Evil Dead Fuck yeah Like, I love the original Evil Dead trilogy. Oh, yeah. But they are a B-movie.
1: Oh, yeah. You know.
0: Like, they are creepy, but they're still cheesy because the budget and everything else like that. But they were still so great. But then this remake comes along. Yep. And even the trailer for this movie is fantastic. Oh, man. I know people who won't even watch the trailer for this movie. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that doesn't surprise me.
0: So good. Like, this movie opens just, like, flat out. And the tree scene in the woods, and the scene where Mrs. Splits her own tongue. Yep like
1: uh, here's a question for you yeah do you think there is a remake or reboot not just in horror but in film in general that ca- came even close to being as good as this
0: a remake or reboot yeah.
1: that came close yeah cause I mean this I like it's not often that someone can remake or reboot something and it's on the same level as the original, in my opinion.
0: Now, one movie that I almost put on my list that I also really enjoyed, but a big reason why I didn't put it on the list, because I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Is the early two thousands remake of, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre
1: oh yeah yeah I watched that one
0: um, that had Jessica Biel and Arlie Ermey and um Eric Balfour yep I think Mike Vogel was in it yep that movie I remember being really really good but I haven't seen it in a while
1: yeah uh well actually within the last month I watched the original and that remake and I gotta say they did a damn good job there too
0: yeah but I really don't know if I can pick a movie that is like a remake that's on the same level as *The Evil Dead*.
1: The only one I can think of, the remake itself is uh, Jesus Christ. Let uh, me, like, thirty-five years old. The John Carpenter's *The Thing*, because that yeah. was, that was a remake of an older film, but they. That was so far from the original movie that it's it's not like it's it's not on the same level to me. Yeah. Whereas, like I mean, I love the thing. I'm not going to say that the 2013 Evil Dead is better than the thing because that's that's bold for even me. Uh, yeah. But to take something that is such a cult classic that is so loved and it's got a fucking huge fan base Like the Evil Dead And to take it and do it as a Major Hollywood remake And do this good of a job with it That's unbelievable
0: Yeah really though
1: And and a first time director Well a first time um, American director He had released like um, A foreign film or two uh, Fede Alvarez.
0: Yeah, hopefully he just doesn't go on to direct shitty Spider-Man movies.
1: <laughs> That's the curse. <laughs> well, to be fair, uh, he would have to direct at least one or two decent Spider-Man movies to, before he got on to the shitty ones.
0: This is true.
1: So, who knows. Uh no, he uh, went on to direct Don't Breathe, which almost made my list as well. Another one of the Same. better movies of the last few years, I think. Uh, both, Same. Both starring Jane Levy, who I want to see her in, like, most horror movies now. Yeah. She's fucking great. She fucking, like, and I mean, she was great in Don't Breathe, don't get me wrong, but she fucking stole the show in this Yeah. Like and and that's one thing I I love. The amount of uh Jesus. Uh amount of what is the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Of fan They they pleased the fans. They there was a lot of callbacks to the originals. With the chainsaw, with the uh the severed arm, with uh the cellar, I mean the 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 trees as you mentioned the amount of callbacks to the original are unreal
0: yeah i was hoping that there was going to be um cameo like i was hoping to see a decent amount of bruce campbell yeah just for fan service but
1: fan service is what i was looking for fuck
0: <laughs> but the movie was good without it
1: oh yeah for sure there was... Top I... Oh.
0: I love this movie.
1: I do too, man. I don't... It is I, so good. Yeah. I I know you buy a lot more movies than I do, but uh, that was one that as soon as it came out on Blu-ray, I, I picked it up.
0: Oh, same. Like, the day it came out. For sure. Anyway. Alright, want well, to get you want to get talking about movies we think deserve sequels or remakes?
1: Yeah, well, let's just uh, recap there a little bit. We talked about sure. It. Uh, let me see. It, Saw, The Descent, uh, Evil Dead, Get Out. You had Nightmare on Elm Street remake. You had uh, The Conjuring 2. What, what am I missing here? 28 Days Later. 28 Days Later. and So between the two of us, we had 8. Horror movies altogether, but uh, you got some honorable mentions. I mentioned It Follows. Don't Breathe was close for me. Uh, yeah, Insidious almost made my list.
0: Insidious, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre,
1: Texas Chainsaw, yeah.
0: Um, Freddy vs. Jason.
1: Yes, good call.
0: Um,
1: you know what? Freddy vs. Jason will probably make a top ten for me.
0: Yeah,
1: that was a fucking fun movie.
0: It was. Like it didn't scare me, but it was good.
1: Yeah, it was just it was just a lot of fun. It's as exactly what it should be.
0: Yeah. No, without a doubt. Um. Yeah, I'd probably give an honorable mention to the first Rob Zombie Halloween.
1: Yeah. That's another one.
0: Th- not the second
1: one. No, no, Jesus Christ, no. No. That doesn't honestly uh, honestly I wouldn't even put Halloween two in my top five Rob Zombie movies. Like it's no. it's that fucking bad. Yeah. Uh so let's move along. Our final part of the episode here. We're gonna talk about horror movies we think deserve a remake or sequel. Yeah. So I left it open in case, like, I I didn't know which one you wanted to go for here.
0: I'm going with, well, either one would apply. Okay. But with how things are going, I think a remake would be more fitting. Okay. Excuse me. What do you got? I said Candyman.
1: Candyman, nice.
0: Um, Only three of them were ever made Yep And the last one came out in 1999 Ooh, yep So Almost 20 years Yeah And But like the whole urban legend Like part of it And you'll like Like when these movies were popular Like how many birthday parties Did you go to? as a kid and have people talking about like if you go in the bathroom and look in the mirror or if you like say the name like X number of times it'll appear behind you and stuff like that oh yeah like it was everywhere like it it goes hand in hand with um Bloody Mary
1: oh yeah Bloody Mary is the one I remember from growing up
0: yeah but it's the same kind of thing yeah and I watched the original again recently Like within the last six months And Since we've been talking about it this episode Like I only Just thought of this but What do you think of Jordan Peele doing a Candyman remake?
1: Honestly that just Popped in my head be- like before you said that And that sounds like a pretty good Pairing actually
0: Because so much of the first one Is set like in like, it's inner city, a lot of, like, gang culture, and, like, I can't remember exactly what city it is.
1: I don't know. Not a clue.
0: I think it might be Chicago?
1: Okay. That makes sense.
0: Uh, I'm just gonna do a quick Google search. Candyman movie. But, yeah, like, a lot of the gang members are superstitious, and they won't talk about... Yeah. Um, While researching superstitions in a housing project on Chicago's near north side. Yep. Learns about Candyman, a knife-wielding figure of urban legend that some of her neighbors believe to be responsible for a recent murder. Nice. Yeah, like... I I have no idea who they would cast to play the main character because like still in Tony Todd's shoes. Yeah. He he's a very large guy. Yep. And just like his presence and that iconic mm. voice he has.
1: Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah i'm sure there's someone around who can do it
0: i think the voice would be the hardest part to get down yeah like find someone who has a good voice for it because there's a lot of really strong good uh black actors who could play this role really well yeah they could like be that physically intimidating like you know but the voice would be the hardest part
1: Maybe Maybe the best bet would be to go The Jack Earl Haley route And change it Try not to Recreate But to try and make it your own Yeah So long as you can do a damn good job with it
0: Yeah I think you might be right there But Like As a child I Was Terrified of these movies because I legitimately believed if I said Candyman too many times, he would appear behind me and kill me. Same, for I legitimately me. believed that as a child.
1: Same for me, but with Beetlejuice. <laughs> 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 Don't fuck with Beetlejuice, man
0: no I love me some Beetlejuice <laughs> but yeah so I thought that that movie is definitely in need of some love because they've been redoing movies that don't need to be redone cause like Rob Zombie redid Halloween so soon after Halloween Resurrection yeah. when there were still like loose ends that hadn't been tied up yep at the end of Halloween Resurrection. And we were still getting, like, Jason X and Freddy vs. Jason when they did the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday 13th remakes. Yeah. So, I I don't know why they haven't done Candyman yet.
1: I know. And that being said, I mean, it's been... Seven and eight years since the Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street remakes I think it's about time yeah. We get another one of those too Yeah. Not that that's my because pick
0: Both of those movies also left The ending open for sequels
1: Of course As they like to do Oh yeah uh, My pick For this one Is a very strong remake. I I don't want to see a sequel. I want this remade. Pet Cemetery.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Mainly because I uh Charlotte's got me really into Stephen King over the last couple years. And I had no idea cuz I'd only ever seen the movie Pet Cemetery. I had no idea that it was actually scary. Like the, like, I don't like that movie. I don't care what... I know I, th- I know there's a, there's a fan base for it, but I honestly think the movie is kind of a piece of shit, if you ask me. And, uh... That, it's
0: been done a lot better. I still enjoy it, but...
1: I, I can't watch it, it now, but... It
0: definitely has a lot of room for improvement.
1: Oh, man. Miles and miles of room for improvement. That book is fucking amazing. And it's... Fucking, it's terrifying Uh, there's actual and it, There's actual stakes, you know Like, the, I don't know, the movie just doesn't do it And, like, I never I didn't like it much When I just watched it But after reading it And going back, it's really It's really kind of embarrassing But, uh Number one Uh, the guy I think should make it is Andy Machete, the director of It. Yeah. And secondly, he's already said he wants to do it. Has he? Yes, he's openly stated that after It, he would love to adapt Pet Cemetery.
0: That would be awesome.
1: It would be fucking great. And the only, the only thing, the only stipulation, the only thing that... Really matters to me I don't care if they stick to the book That's fine Like stray from the book if you want to Whatever But Keep the Ramon song <laughs> Yeah Like even if you gotta Strip the mute strip, Just strip the vocals out And use uh, Joey Ramones Like Haunting solo voice track Would be fucking cool There's a lot you could do there
0: Yeah cause they've been doing a lot of those lately yeah. On the internet Where oh, they yeah. just isolate the vocal tracks
1: Yes and in a lot of cases, Can you
0: imagine just like if they strip away the music from it, and they just do like a somber like they isolate Joey's vocals, and then they add a little bit of somber instrumentation behind yeah. it.
1: Do like uh get like Trent Reznor to come in and do something. Yeah, Trent Reznor does oh my a fucking God. great job with soundtracks like that.
0: This um. Did you ever see the trailer for The Crazies? Yes. That had uh, Mad World in it?
1: Yes. Yeah, I do remember
0: that. Yeah. That's how I'm hearing this. Yeah, I can picture that. Have that song, that director, oh, I think a remake for Pet Cemetery would be a banger.
1: It would, man. I also really like the idea of uh, The old guy next door Uh, Judd I think his name is Uh, To have him played by David Bradley The old guy from Harry Potter, and Game of Thrones And he's in a few other things I think he would do a fucking awesome job But that's just my opinion
0: Nice
1: Anyway That about clues it up yeah. finally got this one it out does. after some uh, second time's time yep yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I guess that's the end of our third horror episode we'll be back next week with our fourth and final one yep and
0: uh, and I'm going to be uploading after once we're done recording this, I'm going to be getting the second clue for our Halloween giveaway ready for upload. Awesome. Yep. And so that might be posted before this goes up. Well, yeah, I've, I've still got, a, I've still got mix quick get to I still to
1: mix the Yeah, still got to mix the episode. Uh, I would say I'll have it up by the end of the night or by tomorrow morning sometime.
0: Pretty close to on schedule.
1: Yeah. Well, it's weekly, just not the same day every week.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's our new thing. Uh, and, of course, I'll be going ahead with the uh, reviews as normal throughout the week. So lots more to come. Hell yeah. Okay. And that about wraps it up. Uh, thanks for listening. As always, you can check out other episodes of Jedi Dropouts, spin spinoffs. Uh, new reviews, and Tridents and Tracers over at www.jedidropouts.podbean.com or on Podbean, yep. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, you can follow us Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And uh, thanks for dropping by.
0: And something, something, drop out. As always. Later. Peace.